Good morning. Today is Wednesday, January 6, 2021. I have been saddened and frustrated to see photos of police raiding a number of Jewish schools in recent days. Now, most of our schools are acting in an exemplary fashion. Schools like Hebrew Academy, Bialik, Hertelia, and other schools carefully observing health regulations and using those measures to teach important Jewish values. I applaud them. That is exactly what they should be doing. Some others have been violating restrictions against opening. One school actually claimed, this was quoted in the Gazette, baselessly, that it is allowed to be open because all of his students are special needs students. Others ignore physical distancing, ignore wearing masks. So a remarkable thing happened the other day. Rabbi Usher Weiss, who I've quoted to you many times, he's actually the brother of Rabbi Benjamin Weiss here in Montreal, but Rabbi Weiss lives in Yerushalayim. He is a well-known and well-respected halakhic authority across the Jewish world. And he was asked this question, how should we relate to these schools? And he was asked this question specifically within the context of chinuch, of Jewish education, from an educational point of view. <clears throat> After all, these schools are led by rabbis, who presumably in their own minds have some rationale for their misbehavior. So he was asked how we should relate to schools that are acting in this way. And I want to share with you part of what he said. Of course, I'm paraphrasing, but I was making notes as I listened to the recording of his words. He said, I cannot accept that there is a valid other opinion about disregarding masks. Let me amplify. It is simply not true that there are always two valid sides to a question. It is simply not true that there must always be balance to the legitimacy of both sides of a question. And he said, I cannot accept that there is any validity to an opinion that says that within a school where masks are mandated for students, that that mandate should be disregarded. Because to educate a child to wear a mask is in fact an essential part of chinuch, of Jewish education. <coughs> because what we are teaching that child when we say that it's required now to wear a mask, 
We're teaching that child, you are responsible to protect your own health. That comes from God. That comes from the Torah. And you are likewise responsible to protect the health of those around you. Not only your friends, but your parents and your grandparents. And if we teach our children that it is not so important to wear masks, what we are actually teaching our children, God forbid, is that Jewish rabbis, Jewish schools are saying it's okay to disregard the halachic imperative of a threat to life. God forbid. It is a statement that these schools are teaching their children that we do not believe this idea of Kal Yisrael Arevim Zelazer, the bedrock of Jewish morality, that each Jew is responsible to look out for the well-being of another Jew. These schools are teaching, no, you don't have to. So what if your parents will get sick? So what if your grandparents will get sick? And Nebuch, what could happen to older people who get sick? We are supposed to teach our children. And we are supposed to teach the world. But let's confine ourselves to schools just for a moment. We are supposed to teach our children. Kol hamatzil nefesh achas Israel. Whoever preserves the life of one person is if he preserved the entire world. But we're not teaching that if we're teaching that it's okay not to wear masks because we're putting others at risk. Wearing a mask in school is such a powerful piece of Jewish education. Can you imagine? You know, teachers can teach and, and give lectures and, and say these words, Call Yisrael Arevim Zelazet. How often in the life of a student in a Jewish school would a student hear those words, words, all Jews are responsible for every other Jew's welfare? But how much more powerful would it be to see it in practice? To say, you've got to wear this mask. And I understand it's uncomfortable. And it's uncomfortable for me. I'll tell you something. It's very uncomfortable for me. I have to tell you. Okay, so now we do not have Minyan and Shul. But while we were having Minyan and Shul, all this time, of course, everybody is wearing a mask at Adap. Of course, it goes without saying. And a number of times, I would be the one to, to leave the davening. Okay, I don't know. I'm old. I'm sick. I'm, I'm weak. I don't know. It's hard to leave davening if you're wearing a mask. I would find myself gasping for air. It was hard. It was difficult. Okay. But you know what? There are a lot of things that are difficult in life. It's not easy. But how, how powerful would the Jewish educational lesson be to take this concept, call Yisrael Arabim Zelazer, every Jew is responsible for the well-being of every other Jew, and put it into practice. That's how you teach a lesson. And not only should we be doing it in school, we're supposed to be teaching this to the world. And when photographers come along and take photos, and 
your only response is to complain. Why are they taking photos of us? Why don't they take photos of somebody else? Fine, that's an excellent question. But you're not doing what you should be doing. You're supposed to be teaching the world that we're looking out for other people and you're not doing it by not wearing a mask. Then he said, <clears throat> now we have a new issue of those people within this environment who are telling their students or who are hearing from other parts of their community, don't take a vaccine. And that, using Rav Weiss's words, that is just insanity. Relying on sources with no credibility, with no science, conspiracy theories made up by crazy people. That's not the way the Jewish law works. There is no other area of Jewish law where we would allow such a thing. Would any from person in their right mind say to themselves, yes, of course, I keep kosher. Whatever I find on the internet, if the internet says it's kosher, that means it's kosher. No, no religious Jew who cares about keeping kosher is crazy enough to just believe what some unqualified person writes on Facebook about keeping kosher. No one in their right minds. How is it all of a sudden, when it comes to the highest priority, and all of a sudden people listen to crackpots, and people with no evidence, and people that make up stories, Now, I want to add to what Rabbi Weiss said. Rabbi Weiss was asked specifically about this question of not wearing masks in schools. I want to add. And what are we teaching our children when we tell them in some of these Jewish schools to disobey government regulations? What are we teaching our children when we tell them to lie, when government inspectors or police come and we tell our students to lie, what will be the consequences of this kind of Jewish education when these students become adults? What kind of Jewish laws Jewish life will they lead? You know, there's a place in New York called Otisville. Otisville is a place where people who have committed certain crimes are sent to prison. It's a place where if you're there, you can learn Dafyomi every day. There are minyanim every day. There's glak kosher food. Chal of Yisrael. Chasir Where did those Where did those adults go to school? What was the lesson that they received in school that somehow it is congruent to lead 
a so-called religious life where you want to learn Daf Yomi every day, and yet you can steal, you can smuggle drugs, you can engage in tax fraud, etc., etc., etc. Where do those where do those adults come from? Coming back to what Rabbi Weiss said. He said, what do we take from COVID? What are the lessons that we need to take from this experience of COVID that we're all going through? He said, I'm quoting his words, in the first wave in the, fr- in the spring, it brought out the best in us. Now, in this wave, it appears to be bringing out the worst in us. Machlokas, sinas achim, hatred of one Jew against another, chil Hashem, desecration of God's name, when Jews who are publicly identified as Jews flaunt government regulations and health regulations. Young and healthy people who no longer seem to care. But we teach, call Yisrael Arevim Zelazer. Every Jew is responsible for every other Jew. Even if it would be true that you yourself, a young person, you're not in a category where it's likely that you're going to get seriously sick, which is debatable. But even if hypothetically that was true, how is it that you don't feel the responsibility to wear a mask and physically distance and take all the other precautions so that you don't infect your parents and your grandparents who will chas shalom get seriously sick? When the brothers spoke to Yosef, they said, we are all the children of one man. We are all one family. Sadly, right now, in some parts of the community, we're not acting like it. When Yosef finally revealed himself to his brothers, and he told them to go back and get Yaakov and bring the whole family here. And Yaakov prepared to move to Mitzrayim. We've talked about this a number of times. The Torah says as follows. Yosef had said that there was a certain area of Mitzrayim called Goshen and that that's where Yaakov and his family would live in this area of Goshen. The Torah says, V'es Yehuda Shalach Lefanov Yaakov sent Yehuda ahead of the rest of the family, El Yosef, to go to get back to Yosef first, Laharos Lefan of Goshna, in order to be able to help settle the land of Goshen so that it would be ready. When Yaakov and his family arrived, it would be set up, it would be ready, there would be an infrastructure. Okay. You have a big group, they go slowly, there are a lot of children. Send one person up ahead and prepare the camp. Prepare the way. Makes perfect sense. 
says Rashi, the famous Rashi. What was he setting up? Of course, in addition to the physical infrastructure necessary for Yaakov and his family to live there, says Rashi, lo Talmud to set up a Jewish school. Shemishom From there would come Torah learning and Torah instruction. Yehuda was sent ahead by himself before the population arrived. The first thing you have to have you have to have a Jewish school. You have to have Jewish education. If you don't have Jewish education, then, then the community is lost. First, set up Jewish education. Then people can come and they can settle there. Rav Asher Weiss asks the following question. <clears throat> Why send Yehuda? Ruven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, Zulun. Why send Yehuda? Why not send Levi? Levi was the one that Yaakov was going to establish as the tribe that would be the spiritual leaders and teachers of the Jewish people. Wouldn't it make sense to send the spiritual leaders and teachers to set up the school? Or what about Yisachar? We know, our rabbis tell us, Yisachar is the tribe that devoted themselves to Torah study full-time. They had an, an arrangement, a contract with another tribe, Zavulun. Yisachar would study Torah all day. Zavulun would earn a living. Zavulun would support Yisachar. And Yisachar would share the merit of their Torah study with Zavulun. It was a contract. Yisachar Zavulun contract. Yisachar was the tribe that was most involved in Torah study. They were the greatest students. Why not send them to set up the school? Rabbi Weiss answered, there was one quality Yehuda had. He was not the most spiritual. He was not the teacher. He was not the most learned. But he was the one that was designated to set up Chinuch, Jewish education. Because when he appeared before Yosef, not knowing it was his brother, he said to Yosef, Ki avducha arav eshanar, because I, your servant, I have taken responsibility to take care of this boy, Binyamin. <clears throat> Arvas. Call Yisrael Arevum Zelazeh. That is the fundamental principle of all of Jewish education. It's not how many pages of Gemara you learn. It's not how smart you are. The essence of Jewish education is, are you excelling in transmitting this concept that every Jew is responsible to help every other Jew? Yehuda excelled in that. And that's the reason Yehuda was chosen to set up the school. Jewish schools need to be examples of for call Yisrael Arevim Zelazeh, by wearing masks, by following government regulations, by helping protect our community. That is the essence of Jewish education. Some are doing it very well to their credit. Others, to our shame, are not only hurting us, they're not only hurting the community. They're not only hurting their own students and the families of their students. But they are also hurting the adults their students will one day 
become. Hashem Yishmar, may God protect us. My friends, I wish you a great day, somehow. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.